Welcome into episode number 13 of the Pinewood Perspective. We have a great episode for you guys today. It's just me and JB in studio today. Justin could not join us. But uh, like I said, you know, we've been here. We've done that. We've been working since 2018 together. Um, nothing to worry about. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Worst week ever. Week seven was awful. Are the Bengals the real deal? Who will be ending the Cardinals undefeated season? Mike Tomlin in USC? Question mark. Washington football team and the Goodell ordeal and then uh, week eight preview and pickums. Stay tuned because it's going to be a good one. I'm Lil G. I'm JB. And this is the Pinewood Perspective. Welcome back into the Pinewood Perspective. JB, how was your uh, bye week? Not bad. I mean, it was a busy week of school, so bye week came at a good time for me too, I guess. I got got some stuff done, had some projects, some tests this week. So yeah, I mean, pretty relaxing. Didn't do a whole lot, but that's good sometimes. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Uh, I had a pretty good weekend. Got to watch the Bulls. I went to the United Center and watched the Bulls play. That was a lot of fun. Um, Bulls are good. I just want to, you know, switch this to a basketball podcast because I'm done with the NFL, baby. I'm bought into my uh, 4-0 and uh, Chicago Bulls, and hopefully they'll be 5-0 and after tomorrow night. Um, but, yeah, when uh, clubbing first time in Chicago Shit. on Friday. I did see some videos. It was it was pretty fun. It was it was a new experience. Uh in the life of Will G living in Chicago. It's not my first time clubbing, but it was it was pretty cool, pretty relaxed. Uh, you know, I'm a claustrophobic guy, so when it gets, like, real packed, I get, like, a little, like, a little anxious, but it, it was it was pretty fun. An expensive night, uh, but pretty fun. Yeah, I would say so. No way it beat Vegas, though. No, it, does, it did not. Well, we went to Liquor Box, and we went to uh, the Harvard Inn, and uh, those are pretty nice places. I have to go experience a couple more that uh, I heard are a lot better. So I'm sure I'll do that, you know, over the next year or so. But, uh, yeah, nothing beats Omnia Club in Caesars Palace with Steve A. That, that shit was nuts. That shit was nuts. At the, at the liquor box, they had the, the little the smoke that they spray at you, but it was just, like, tiny, like, thin little, like, oh, my, bro. Omnia Club, you're Doesn't getting compare. doused in oh, that yeah. shit for you like 45 seconds. But the best part about that was when it was freezing fucking cold and you're in there sweating your ass off and you're just getting smoked out with freezing cold smoke for like 50 seconds. You're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> you can't see shit. You don't, know, you don't know who the person is two inches to the left of you. But you're, you're not sweating your ass off anymore. But yeah, you know, football, football weekend though was pretty jack shit it just didn't feel like a football sunday to me going into the game bears came out flat just wasn't it just wasn't it was maybe the worst football sunday i've had in quite some time you know i'd agree very just a boring sunday yeah not interesting i was listening to the radio the other day 
mean, it was kind of funny. I was thinking like maybe we should start doing this type type of shit um, on the podcast. But then I remembered that we're a football podcast. But it was just like they ask like a bunch of like you know good questions, like how do you feel? How would you feel if at your wedding someone engaged? Someone like a couple got engaged, like someone proposed to someone at your wedding. I don't know. I feel like that's a, a weird time to do it. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. If you somehow like incorporate it, I don't know. Like a best man speech type of deal, you turn it into a proposal. I feel like that something like that would be kind of cool. Shit's got to be planned out with me first. Oh, like, def- it's got to oh, be definitely, talked definitely, over definitely, with definitely, me. definitely. Like definitely. if I just see some like. If I don't know them that well and they're just at the wedding because, you know, like family friend, like deep distant cousin or some shit and he gets down on one knee, like, I'll yeah. be like, yo. Then I feel like you're just being selfish. Yeah, you're just like you taking find, the attention. You can find a better, better time to do it. Bro, like take her to the park, get him some rose puddles, find a little trail. Oh, you already got yours planned out. What? <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Rose puddles, get to the trail. No, I'm just, that's what my dad did. Took her to the park, rose puddles with the trail. So I got the mom locked in. Uh-huh. Still cuffed. 20, 22 years later. 20, 23 years later, still cuffed. Got to respect it. Let's talk football because we are a football podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this was the worst week ever in NFL history. As I said before. NFL you know, history? It's got to be damn near up there. I mean, we're talking 13 games, 10 finished with two score um, games where the winning team won by two scores or more. And we're talking average margin of victory, 17 and a half points. This has to be one of the worst weeks in NFL history. Awful. Just awful. But who shocked you with their performances this weekend? Um, I think I got one good, one bad. Okay. I would say good. I would start with the Lions. I think them keeping it close with the Rams, as long as they did, um, was impressive. Very. Um, outside of giving up a whole bunch to Cooper Cup, I think they did fairly well of holding their offense in check as far as enough to win a game or keep them in the game. Um, Jared Goff threw two interceptions right towards the end of the game, one of them being in the red zone. Um, and I think at that time they were only down six. So... I mean, if Jerry Goff's not Jerry Goff, maybe we're talking a different outcome. We're talking a, a big storyline where a one-loss team mm-hmm. just lost to a, a no-win team. Very true. Um, but then bad, I would say Panthers probably. I mean, it was just all around they bad. They cost you some money this weekend, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. Fucking Giants. The I fucking mean, Giants. They, it was three to five. <laughs> for the longest time <laughs> I'm like oh my god dude this is going to be the ugliest game of all time all I needed them to do is cover three and a half points well the fucking Cardinals game was like 7-5 for a minute and then the Cardinals turned it on yeah but it was ugly. I don't know I I gotta ask you when do we start feeling bad for the Lions never 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 we're done with that I mean no division rival ever no you got you gotta think at some point you just gotta be like all right Fuck them. Chalk up two wins this year. I mean, it's like you guys losing to the Bucks by 35 or the Packers losing to the Saints by 35. Like, I'd be lying if I say I don't, like, enjoy to see that. 
so then you, we should be rooting for the Bucks if they play the Green Bay in the NFC Championship game. Maybe. Not when Tom Brady shit on the entire NFL for the last 20-something odd years. Oh, speaking of Tom Brady, can we talk about that real quick? Sure. 600 touchdown passes. The ball goes to the fan. Uh... He got two signed jerseys from Tom Brady and a helmet signed. He got Mike Evans game worn jersey and cleats both signed. He got a different game ball signed by both Tom Brady and Mike Evans. A thousand dollar gift card to the Bucks team store. Two season tickets for this year and next year. And a Bitcoin, which is worth $63,000. And he still got robbed. <laughs> that poor guy. But me and you talked about this already. How can you say no to Tom Brady? I just feel like he couldn't have said no to Tom Brady. But since it was like, I don't even know, the ball boy or whatever that came over to talk to him originally. I've been like, no, fuck you. Bring Tom oh, over 100%. here himself. I would have been like, let me talk to Tom. Right. And get the ball. And then, I don't know. I, I could talk all that shit like right now hindsight 2020 but in the moment you'd be giddy as fuck just be like oh all right tom brady he wants this ball like yeah just give me yeah. whatever i don't care but hindsight 2020 i'd be all right tom sit me down let's do something i, I would want i would want season tickets for at least the next 10 years that's probably where i'd start if I live, you're talking five hundred thousand to seven hundred fifty thousand value on that ball. I mean, that's like Babe Ruth six hundred home. Yeah, but ball. you don't know that at the time, not necessarily. Oh, you don't. It, it personally, I, I didn't think the number was going to be that astronomically value. high. Personally. Oh, I definitely, definitely. That's a ball that could definitely probably go into the Hall of Fame, and if not, it's going into Tom Brady's trophy case, regardless. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's the 600, 600 touchdown pass. Like, that's insane. No one's ever done that. Right. right. So that's why I think it might even go into the Hall of Fame. So you're talking, it could probably be even priced higher than that. Yeah. It's, it's probably, there's probably going to be no number value on it. That ball is probably never going anywhere. Until, I bet, like, if Tom we'll never dies, know. the Hall I, but, of Fame will probably get their hands on it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Hall of Fame will have their hands on it. Is what I think. And then that ball's not moving. So yeah. wh who knows what the price will end up being on it. But I would sit Tom Brady down, ask for at least 10 years of season tickets, and then sell him. See, look, I'm historically bad businessman. Like, that's just Will G. Like, like up front, like, if I know what's going on, not a good businessman. And not a good thing to be running a sports network when you're not a good businessman. The interesting part of that is just the two seasons does that mean tom's done after the next season i don't think so but why what I, two seasons then why the rest on. of the season and next why not three seasons i don't fucking know why not four i don't know they're Maybe probably just trying, trying to be nice but the point i'm trying to get at with my bit like key to the moment they better be nice seats no, though 100 i'll be on ass if they're putting my boy up in the 400s <laughs> no, i'm getting on ass I'd be asking for Super Bowl tickets too. If my t if the Bucks go to the Super Bowl, I'd be asking for Super Bowl tickets. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'd be hindsight 2020. You could ask for a lot of shit, but in the moment, that's the point I'm trying to get different. at. In like, like just sitting down talking. Like I'm a bad businessman. I'm just not good. Like 
I'm gonna if this shit takes off, people are gonna need to be hired to handle some shit. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's probably what I would have done. That's probably where I would have started. But like, me, heat of the moment. I'm a good businessman. That's the thing. When I'm on the spot, like someone hits me with like money, I feel like I click and it's like, oh, I can make some money off this shit. So I feel like heat of the moment, I would have been like, fuck this. But at the same time, what are the odds that you don't get fucking jumped for the ball after the game? I'm calling security. Here's a hundred bucks. Here's $300. You walk me to my fucking car. This ball is about to be worth fucking $500,000. They'd probably want more than 300 bucks. I'll give them $2,000. Yeah, and you haven't even made a deal for the ball yet, and you're just about to give away two grand. I know that I'm getting back worth two grand worth of shit from that ball. I don't know. It's tough. It's like me at the DMV when, you know, I'm, you know, we're talking, you know, talk, clocks are ticking. Dude comes up to me. I'll give you a hundred dollars for that ticket. I said one fifty. <laughs> Just he the moment. I was so sh- so shook that the dude said hundred dollars. I would have gave it to him for a hundred dollars, hundred percent. But he's like, I need to get in line for the DMV right now, or I'm gonna miss something. I'll give you a hundred dollars. And like I was like, I just business instincts kicked in one fifty. But I'm a bad businessman. But I got them little tiny little money instincts. Like it just one fifty. Like I would have gave that shit to him for a hundred. If this dude ever listens to it, he's gonna be like, damn, I got scammed. Cause I could have got, but I got that one fifty out the dude. I'm All sure right. Belvedere DMV people aren't listening to this. They, fuck, I had a whole fucking rule made at the Belvedere DMV. You cannot sell your tickets worth for money now. Like they have, like yeah, but how would they know? They had they like they started scheduling someone to go out there. Yeah, but still, how would they know? I don't know. No chance. People are waiting all around that building. You walk over, you say, "Hey, bro." I hop in line at. 6 a.m. And you still made it too. That's that's the part where you my, fleeced. I, I hop in line at 6 a.m. Get a ticket, get a lawn chair. You know, I'm in line. You know, I wait a little bit. Oh, someone's, you know, couple hours out. Come on, man, forty dollars. I get their ticket. Someone else is a couple hours out. Come on, man, sixty bucks. Oh, so you're talking camping there all day? Yeah, that's a little different. Because then I feel like they catch on to that. Yeah, that's understandable. All right. Uh, Bengals impressed me this weekend. That's the team that impressed me. Uh, stomped the Ravens 41-17. Jamar Chase is nuts. Joe Burrow's nuts. He's come a long way from throwing uh, three straight picks on three straight passing attempts. Um, are we buying what we're getting out of Cincinnati? Are we selling this shit? I don't know. I still think they're one of those teams where it's a little early to tell. Um, again, Joe Burrow's that dude. I've known Joe Burrow's that dude. He's been He's able known to Joe Burrow, best friends growing up. Yep. Um, just like JJ and Jamar. Come on, I could have called that shit fucking ten years ago. Met him out the womb. Um, but no, seriously. Um, I think Joe Burrow's good enough to keep them in a lot of ball games, and if their defense can hold, which I didn't think their defense was going to be good enough. Um, then I think they, they can definitely contend in the AFC, um, which is weird to say. I mean, I saw something on Twitter. It was like the top four teams right now in the AFC are the Bengals, the Raiders, the Titans, the and the Bills. And it's like, if you would have told me that in 2019, I would have said you're smoking dick. Yeah, I mean. Bengals, Raiders. Titans, Bills. Buffaloes, uh, baby. I love them. I mean, you're probably talking some of the worst teams in the AFC two years ago. 
franchises that have really come a full 180. The Bills weren't a playoff team in 2019? No. Pretty sure that was the year they came out. Oh, yeah, they, they lost to the Texans. Deshaun Watson, remember, OT game. They were a wild card team. Yeah, so fucking what? It's 2018, you know, it was Josh Allen's rookie year. I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it's quite shocking. I wasn't buying the Raiders that much, and I wasn't buying the Bengals that much this year. I thought we were still talking Bengals. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. Think, dude, the odds on the Bengals were insane for fucking division winners. Insanely high. Because I remember going through them. I heard you were down bad enough to cash out your 33 cents on your... Uh, Is Lucas talking about me now? <laughs> Is Lucas talking about me? 33 cents on a $5 bet? You don't cash you fucking, out. You thinking fucking Washington football team is going to go win that division? At 2-5, and five, give me my 33 cents while I can yeah. before it hits 23 cents. <laughs> That's down bad. That's down bad. Well, I was just like, you what know. What are you going to put 33 cents on? Fucking Bengals Super Bowl. Not shit. <laughs> Bengals Super Bowl to win 20. Let's believe it. All right. Uh, Cardinals, 7-0. and They've got the Packers, 49ers, Panthers, Seahawks, Bears over their next five. Do you see a loss here? Um, I would say before all this COVID shit that I was probably going to pick the Packers on Thursday night. Fuck them. Um, but now, I mean, even without J.J. Watt, I think that the Cardinals should still be able to handle the Packers now with uh, okay. Devontae and Lazard both being out. Um, I don't know. I think they just have too much firepower. And although you cannot count out Aaron Rodgers ever, um, I think the Cardinals will get it done. And then over the course of the next four or five games or whatever you just named, I don't think so. I don't think the 49ers can do it. No to the Panthers. No to the Bears. I mean, I don't think anybody will beat them. They have, what, a week 12 by, I believe? Something slight. Yeah, I, like think, that. I think it's like that. I mean, you get a bye, you get fully healthy. I wouldn't be surprised to see J.J. Watt hit the, hit the IR, actually. Getting ruled out kind of in the fashion that mm-hmm. he did. I don't know. Not a super tough stretch of games coming up. Yeah. I feel like I'm, yeah. I agree with you. It's they could weird. very well go 12-0, and all, though. Oh, 100%. 100%. But you know what that kind of reminds me of? The Steelers. Yep. Bingo. Exactly. They're the Steelers of last year. Except I, I, a little bit like of a team, a little harder of the schedule. I still like the Rams over them, even yeah. though they beat the Rams. I still like them. But Maybe are we I talking about them in the same light if they lose to the Vikings? No, we're Greg talking Joseph. about them how we're talking about the Packers right. and the Rams. And I think people are just kind of, at this moment in time, I wouldn't say overhyping them, but over-exaggerating kind of what they accomplished i would say i mean they beat the jags cool beat the texans cool like it hasn't been like super overly impressive i mean they beat the browns that was fairly nice but the browns are banged up as all shit um beat the titans first week of the season i don't know again like you said i i like i still like the rams out of that division they still got to play again, so that's definitely circled on the matchup card, but I don't know. I think it's too early to name them the front runner in the NFC, let alone Super Bowl contender 
front runner. Oh, 100 percent. I there's no chance. I I don't I don't think they're gonna be a Super Bowl team. They are. They're old. They are in. They are sportsbook type of. And I feel like you know like, power rankings kinda, that comes with it. You're seven it. and zero. People are gonna start thinking that you're the. That's insane. Then people Super aren't watching favorites. football. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right, let's get into uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, a reporter, got into it after being asked about him potentially being the USC coach after the season. Tomlin replied with uh, some wild remarks of, ain't a booster that's going to write a big enough blank check. I have one of the best jobs in professional sports, and I don't see you asking Sean Payton or Andy Reid these fucking questions. How do you feel about uh, Tomlin's remarks? I don't know. I kind of responded to your post on Twitter. Um, I definitely understand where Tomlin's coming from. He's been consistently one of the best head coaches in the NFL. Um, I love that man. I would love him to be the head coach of my franchise. Fuck yes. But with that being said, maybe a little bit of an overreaction. I mean, I get it. But you're in the world of sports media. Mm-hmm. Rumors going around, I mean, especially from a guy like Carson Palmer, you're pretty much required in a sense to ask that kind of question. Carson Palmer is the one that said that? Yeah. He thinks Tomlin's going to USC? He just said that his name's been like circulated. Oh, shit. So it's like... I want to know, was that the first time he'd been asked that question? Which is also true, but I don't keep up with Steelers media enough to know that. And I could give a fuck. But that's the first time I've seen of it. Same. Since it came out. So, again, maybe a little bit of an overreaction by Tomlin. 100% get it. I don't expect him to leave. I don't expect him to take a USC job. No. But, I mean, like I said, you're pretty much required as a reporter to ask that type of question. And... I think he just went a little heavy for no reason. Exactly. There's a difference between stupid and required questions. Like, yeah. that's a question that's yeah, probably going to need to get brought up. If, if I don't think it's a stupid question. No. It's a question that needs to get brought all. up. But, like, and I agree with you that that's a fact of you need to. I mean, if we're talking some like. Uh, dude. You could lust over any head coach in the NFL. If I'm a D2 school, of course I would consider a fucking NFL head coach for my job. But, like, that type of stuff you don't see every day. I mean, we're talking USC here. Like, a fairly well-known organization, well-respected, big football school. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, Urban Meyer's been brought up for the job, and Urban Meyer just got hired. So, it's like, I don't know. Urban Meyer... I, but people are just trying to make storylines out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. And part of it could be true. Part of it might There's not. There's a lot of stupid-ass questions, though, asked by the media. I don't think this is a stupid one, more a required one, but there is so many stupid questions yeah. asked by the media. I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, an example, I do. I follow Bears media, obviously. Not a lot of other teams' media do I follow at all. Fucking asking Allen Robinson, oh, you and Justin Fields talking about Ohio State-Penn State matchup this weekend? He's like, Allen Robinson was like, no. Nah. Yeah, it's dumb as fuck. Like, you just got your ass beat by the Bucks. Like, and you're asking questions about Ohio State, Penn State. Like, what the fuck is this? I know a few weeks ago, uh, one of the Vikings reporters asked Brashad Breeland. He's like, right now, PFF has you at like 109, 109 out of 109 qualified corners. Like, are you embarrassed? Like, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think he's going to say? He, he clapped back, though. He said, well, if they ranked reporters, you'd be one-on-one out of one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, 
out of here. Exactly. Like, what do you like? What do you expect him to say? Like, yeah, he's embarrassed. Yeah. You're just putting him on the spot right now. And now he's he actually had a few good games as a recent. If you ask him about like what's going wrong with your game, that's different. Yeah, just I, I agree. There's definitely stupid ass questions, but I don't think the one that was asked to Tomlin was far fetched. I feel like he's kind of got a point. Is Tomlin on a contract year? I thought they just gave him an extension. I think he's on a contract year. Okay. Well, or, then that would make more sense. Or maybe it's, it's just because Steelers are bad. True. I don't know. That could be true. All right. Let's hop into Roger Goodell. Um, standing by his statement of not releasing anything from the Washington football team investigation. We've got two owners who have truly piped up in this situation. One being Mark Davis who is obviously upset that the rest of the investigation is not being released, costed him a head coach. Should John Gruden be gone? Yes, but I do understand at the same time uh, Mark Davis's frustration with this. He's like, you want to come after my franchise and my head coach over something that he really had zero part in. He had zero part in. He had nothing to do with the Washington football team organization when the time of the emails being sent. And that's the only thing that we're getting out of this. Like, I feel like I'd be upset too. Should John Gruden be out of his position because of what he did? Yeah, that's understandable. But at the same time, I understand Mark Davis is, you know, Mark Davis kind of being pissed off about this. Another owner spoke up, Jerry Jones, saying he thinks he speaks for the rest of the owners, saying that the NFL is handling this correctly. Why do you think that Jones would be happy with his historic rival, his historic with his historic rivals potential downfall being kept under wraps. I don't know, dude. It's a hard situation to kind of digest, but I think looking at it, I said digest. It's definitely dissect. That's what I digest, meant. dissect. You know, it all means the same. Dissect a tough a tough one to dissect. Um, I would say that there's probably, a, I wouldn't say a vast majority, but I would say there's definitely a lot of owners probably wrapped up in those emails. If I had to guess, um, now I'm not going to go off and start accusing anybody of being involved, but that kind of brings me back to my point where we talked about this a few weeks ago, where I think it's a lot more than John Gruden and in the same breath, I think that, yes, it was a long time ago. Yes, it was wrong. But somebody had to have known that something was going on before, like, Gruden got hired, before this whole Washington football team investigation was going on. Like, I feel like you have to really take a step back and from an outside standpoint look in and probably... I would guarantee at least 10 owners are probably wrapped up in those emails as well as maybe even Roger Goodell. And that's not even saying that they're good emails or bad emails, but we're talking emails from like over the last like eight years. Right. There's probably owners who are like, I don't know what the fuck I said, what the fuck's going on. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, for the sanity of the NFL and not to completely like blow it up and blow it, I don't know. I, I, they're going to just try and keep it under wraps for as long as possible. And maybe every now and again, we'll get a, a little leakage, but I wouldn't say they're handling it correctly either. Cause there's definitely a lot of people that want to know what, what went on within that 
Washington organization. Yeah. What should be coming out is what the fuck happened with Washington. Yeah, release that part of the investigation then. If you want to play it safe and, you know, save faces, whatever. But don't save the faces of the fucking scumbags in Washington. I don't think that any face should really be saved, but at the same time, I agree with you. If this is very substantial, and but that's that where people, Washington would call for the rest of the NFL's heads, hundred percent. Especially if they, which they do know, they themselves know that other people are wrapped up in it. As in John know. Green, I feel was. like a big thing is is who knows one if Jerry Jones know how to use knew how to use email ten years ago. <laughs> Two, I, I feel it. like Jerry Jones just being a businessman that he is. Is just like, I don't want anything to see happen go wrong with the league. You know, he's worried about his money. He just wants, you know, NFL to have a good face across it. My thing is, is like, if there's bad shit going on, it needs to be addressed because we just can't keep letting this shit slide within the NFL. If it looks awful on the NFL for maybe a year or two, then so be it, as long as we're getting the scumbags out of the league. But at the same time, it's like, holy shit, if this is sub- substantial enough to blow up the whole NFL, it's like, fuck, this could take a toll on the NFL for two seasons. So I don't know. You know, we're like, we're like you said, we're outside. We're from the outside looking in. We don't know how substantial this is. We don't know what it could do to the league. We just know that something needs to be done about what happened in Washington. What do you think? I know it's hard to gauge, but what do you think worst case scenario is? Like what is we're talking? I think we're I think worst case scenarios. We're talking six every, owners. Everything gets leaked. Like what's worst case scenario? I'm thinking we're talking six owners in the NFL, At multiple least. head coaches, um, either previous head coaches who are out of the league or still working, uh-huh. saying, you know, either minor or majorly fucked up shit. Uh, I'm thinking that there's probably going to be a few other probably people in, in that investigation uh, with, you know, some sort of, you know, John Gruden's type statements, because obviously we've seen the people, how the people were with uh, whatever his name is, the one who got fired well, the one who John Gruden was exchanging emails with. Wasn't it Brian Allen, the Washington yeah. like, president of yep. the time? So I'm sure that, you know, he was not the only person that John Gruden, he would, that he, John Gruden was not the only person he was emailing within the league saying fucked up shit. So I think that there's like worst case scenario, in my opinion, we're talking multiple owners and multiple head coaches previously or not who are just fucked in the sense of they're fired and they're out of the league and like something needs to be done, but they own the team. What do they do? Force to sell, remove from position. That's what I see kind of. Uh, best case scenario is uh, we just get out, we just get rid of the Washington scum, and the rest of the league is good. That's best case scenario in my eyes. Yeah. Worst case scenario is well, what I said. You know, we're talking multiple owners, multiple head coaches who have said some fucked up shit. You said six. I'd say at least ten. I mean, you're talking a lot of owners are just a whole bunch of old white guys. Yeah. Exactly. So. Exactly. You know, I mean, we got a point. <laughs> we got a fucking point right there. Old white dudes. You know, they don't have the best rap. <laughs> Especially ones with a lot of money. Yeah, right. All right, uh, let's go ahead and hop into week eight. Uh, there's only two games I want to talk about, and it's Packers, Cardinals, and Cowboys, Vikings. Uh, oh, we probably got game of the week. Uh, you, what, you want to talk Bears, 49ers? Yeah. I kind of like that game matchup as well. Okay. Two head coaches who potentially could be on the hot seat, struggling offenses that are supposed to be offensive geniuses. Um, but I think week eight might peak with Thursday night football here. 
Packers Cardinals. Yeah, Devontae Adams is out. Yeah, Alan Lazard is out. Jire's out. But I still think JJ's it's gonna be a good out. game. JJ's out. I still think it's gonna be a good game. Who you got and why? I think like I said earlier, I think just the Cardinals have too much going for them um, to not pick the Cardinals. Um, now, with Devontae, with Lazard, full strength, uh, is, is, is Darius back this week? Or is he still on injury reserve? Zadarius, I think, is still on IR. Okay. So... I mean, they're, they're, they're losing a big few pieces, obviously. Um, I just think the Cardinals have too much firepower, although you can never count out Aaron Rodgers. I think never. it's still going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I think that, like, I agree with you. I think the Cardinals will come out on top. I don't know if there's going to be a DB that's going to be able to control D-Hop, especially with Jair bailing out. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like Cardinals is probably the best bet here. Um, but like you said, you can never count out Aaron Rodgers. Um at the end of the day. And I still think it's going to be a good game. Cowboys-Vikings, Sunday night game. I think this is going to be a good game. What do you think, JB? I don't know. It sounds like I'm uh, taking over Twitter. So I guess you'll have to come find out. But as far as a pre-week type of deal, um, obviously big storylines. Pat Pete hit IR. We will be without him. Um, but in the same breath... Uh, Dak might not play, so. Oh, I heard he was good to go. Mm, that's not what i seen. I saw last week, if they would have played week seven, he would have been out. And obviously his status within week eight is still questionable. Mm-hmm. I th- Personally, I think he's going to be trotted out there regardless, whether he's 100% or not, just knowing the stage of the game and how big it is. But I don't know. I, w- I would find it hard to believe that they're going to try and sit Dak Prescott for yeah, a Sunday a night game. matchup. It's a big game. On the road, you want to continue. Obvi- I mean, you got some leeway here. The rest of your division is dog shit. You do have leeway within your division, so I understand. You but you don't want Dak to re-injure it. Oh, 100%. You could jeopardize your season in the same breath. Exactly. That's why I said I could see them you know, potentially being like, hey, let's take it easy. The rest of the division's doing kind of shit. You never obviously just want to hand a team a win, but... Um, we're talking future here. We're talking potential deep playoff run with this Cowboys team. So I could understand them sitting them, but I do. I agree with you. I think Dak will be trotted out there for the Sunday night game. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I, uh, what are my thoughts? I just said I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, what else? I don't know. I don't know if your defense can control their offense. I don't know if their defense can control your offense. I do. Their defense has been playing exponentially better than I thought they were going to this year. But at the same time, your offense has been playing pretty good. It just depends on, I feel like, what kind of Mike Zimmer are we getting? Are we playing, are we getting conservative Mike? Or are we getting uh, a little aggressive Mike? That's what I think. If you guys want to win the game, you're going to need aggressive Mike. If you get conservative Mike at all, I think you guys lose. So it depends on what kind of Zimmer we're getting. Would you not kind of agree with me there? Um... I would say yes and no. I obviously want to see the Vikings control the pace of the ball, um, shove it down their throats with Dalvin Cook, fully healthy, hopefully, coming off a bye week. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes for a buck fifty. Um, 
but yeah, I think our defense has our hands full as far as CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. Um, I guess not Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's hurt. But as far as CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper go, I think we got our hands full. Their tight ends have been good, like really good, between Jarwin and Schultz. But we also have the best coverage linebacker in the league in Eric Hendricks. So um, that's a plus on our end. Like I said, no Pat Pete, so that kind of hurts. But we got Harrison Smith. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a real real tight game towards the end. Um, This very well could come down to who can make the last field goal or I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, both Gregs, neither of them are great. Yeah. I'd maybe give the the nod to Big Leg Greg Zerloin just a little bit. I love it. Keep doing this. <laughs> We're talking kickers here. Sorry. Right. We're talking kickers. Sorry. Right. When he bangs a 67 yarder what? right in your mouth. 68. It needs to be 68. Uh, I, no, I thought it was 66 was the long. No, it was 67 was oh, the long. Shit. All right, 68. When he bangs a 68 yarder and hangs it in your mouth. JB, I'll quit if he does that. All right. You heard it here live. And if we lose, I'm deleting my Twitter. What? And all social media. You're going to be that upset about losing to the 6-1 yeah. Cowboys? Yep. Come on. We should we should definitely 100% beat this team. I think okay. there's no reason we shouldn't beat this team. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. And I think we're going to put Javon Diggs in his place. Well, he's a, been a really boomer bust guy. You know, he's gotten some good interceptions, but he's also given up like 80-yard touchdowns this year. Right, and I think he's going to be on the 80-yard touchdown side of it. Yeah, but it's very well possible. All right, Panthers-Falcons. We're getting into our pick Go. Panthers. That's tough, but it's, I think, bounce back for I'm me. I'm rocking with Falcons. Yeah, I think it's a bounce back game for me. Titans-Colts. Titans. Titans as well. Bills-Dolphins. Bills. Bills. Uh, Bengals Jets. Bengals. Two oh. years ago, this would have been the lock w- of the week. This would have been a Thursday night football game two years ago. Lock of the week. Uh, Bengals for sure. Mark White starting quarterback. Browns Steelers. Browns. Baker's plan. Doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm rocking with the Browns as well. Uh, Lions Eagles. <sighs> Does he want to take the upset? He no. wants to. I'll go with the Eagles. I think it's going to be a very close I'll go game. with Eagles as well. Rams, Texans. I think we're both going out to LA. Oh, dude. I don't know. Maybe Houston. Uh, 49ers, Bears. Both going with the Niners. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why are you so quick to say that? What if I was going to pick the Bears? Are you picking the Bears? I don't know. It's in Chicago. Are you picking the Bears? I don't know. It's in Chicago. Tell me. Are you picking the Bears? Trey Lance and Jimmy G both banged up. Kinlaw just went to season, engine, season ending injury. Uh, knee knee surgery. Are you picking the Bears? I don't know. No, I'll go 49ers. Okay. I might pick. Wait, wait, wait. How does this pick jinx thing work? You do it all the time. Not telling you. All right. Patriots, Chargers. Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers as well. Seahawks, Jaguars could be a better game than we think. Seahawks. I'll go with the Jaguars. Uh, Let's put money on that. (laughs) I'll let you earn your five back. Yeah, I was going to say, what have we been on last week? I forget. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, Bucks Saints. I'm rocking with the Bucks. Yeah. Broncos Washington. Broncos. Broncos as well. 
Uh, Cowboys, Vikings, we already talked about. And then Chiefs, Giants. <laughs> Who we taking? Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs as well. They need a, They need one of these games. These little pick-me-ups. But I would love to see them lose. That would be cool. That would be cool to watch Patrick Mahomes and them lose to the Chiefs. But like I said, they need one of these little pick-me-up games if they want to get right back on track. Uh, prime time. It's perfect opportunity to go stomp in, uh, stomp in the, uh, the Giants' asses. You know, Get your mojo back, Andy Reid. I don't like seeing this happening to Andy Reid. I don't mind seeing it happen to Patrick Mahomes. How do you already have so much hate for Patrick Mahomes, but not Tom Brady? Because I have... Bro, we've already talked about this. We're, we don't need to get into this. We don't. We're about done with the show. Quickest show ever. We're about to be done with it. We don't need to hop into this right now. That baffles me. It pretty, it's pretty simple. We have ties to Patrick Mahomes. It still baffles me. We've had no ties to Tom Brady. Dude, then you can say that for every other fucking player you fucking passed on a draft. Dude, we passed on... It's way more significant. We passed on... Way more significant. we passed on Lamar, bro. What could have been? Took Mike Hughes that year. Could have had fucking Lamar. Darn. Kirk. Could have had Lamar, though. Same year. Damn. Got what, ties to Lamar. You weren't dude. looking for a quarterback. Got ties though. to Lamar. You weren't looking dude. for a quarterback. Yeah, we were. No, you weren't. You were not looking to take we were a quarterback in case the first You already got fucking Kirk Cousins. You signed Kirk Cousins. Not in 2017. 2017 offseason. Lamar was a first round pick in 2018 with Josh oh, Allen. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, yeah. 2018. We signed Kirk 2018 offseason, dude. No, 2017. 2017 yeah, offseason. Fuck off. 2017 It doesn't matter. Fuck off. What could have been? You weren't taking Lamar. You don't know that. You guys weren't looking for a quarterback in the first round. You don't know that. I do. We got ties to Lamar. I don't like Lamar anymore. Uh, I've never liked Lamar. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll be right back here next week with uh, episode number 14 of the Pinewood Perspective. I'm Will G. I'm JB. And this is the Pinewood Perspective.